This is Zeitgeist Banana, a podcast all about the English language. My name's Gideon and I'm in Paris and stone the crows. I'm joined by my old China plate, John, in London. Hi, Hi there, Gideon. Uh, China plate, mate. Is that right? Yeah, you got it. Yes, China plate. It's a bit of London slang, Cockney slang for you. Brilliant. Good and start. stone the crows. I thought that's a nice London expression. You don't hear very much these days, do you? Yeah, you don't. Well, I, I'm not so well. I know what stone the crows <laughs> means, but yeah. is there any Cockney rhyming slang with that? No, it's not Cockney rhyming slang. It's just the oh. only expression I could just think of on the top of my head that's just a sort of London expression. I don't think they say anywhere else in the world. And it's just a, um, an expression of surprise, isn't it? It is really, yeah. It's probably a bit more old-fashioned, isn't it? But it's a nice expression. I like it. Well, I'm trying to bring it back. Hmm. I'm trying. I should like to bring back some old expressions that we don't use anymore, like, like thrice. I've got started a campaign to bring back thrice. I was like that one. Yeah. And so, is this to you know? Which get... means three times, by the way. Does it? Know. Once, <laughs> twice, thrice. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. I I've seen that. you thrice. This this um. It, it is quite a nice summer. one, but so everybody in Paris is going to be speaking in old-fashioned English, is that right? Everyone in the world. In the world, wow. No, and no, I'm not trying to get people to speak old-fashioned English. I'm just saying that modern English is fantastic, but occasionally a nice expression gets lost. It does indeed. Yeah. Well, I think it's nice to bring things back like that. I mean, it'd just be interesting if we get a number of listeners using these new interesting phrases or well they're not new are they they're old interesting phrases aren't yeah, they so. that's the point mm. i mentioned stone the crows and old china plate because the theme of today's podcast is london what you can't do that i've already done this you already did a podcast on london yourself didn't you john yeah, yeah, wow, scandalous. I was involved, You're copying yeah. me, can't believe it. Well, there's there's <laughs> a lot of material here, and I'm going to look at it from a new, different angles. Different angle, yeah. I've got some questions for you about London, and also, as this is a podcast about the English language, we'll also look about the dialect of London, which is called Cockney. So I might have a little, little foray into that. Ooh. So first of all, John... I remember when I was on your podcast that uh, you gave me a little quiz Ooh, about how revenge? much I know about <laughs> London. And yes, I am doing the same thing, but it's not Ooh. too difficult. Okay. I'm sure okay. someone like you, we should tell listeners, I am a London. I was born in London, grew up in London. John, you were born in London. You grew up elsewhere, but you're back in London now. I'm an ad- right? adopted Londoner. Yeah. So uh, you should know more than I, sh- I should know, right? Maybe. Not necessarily. You're a you know, bright chap. You might know more. <laughs> Let's see. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready well. for my questions. And this, I'll throw this out to the listeners out there. The very general questions. How much do you know about London? Are you ready? Just a few questions. Yeah. First, well, be. first one. Now, as you know, the origins of London, London was a Roman city called... Londinium, Mm -hmm. and there were seven gates to the city of London. Can you name any of them? Stump me straight from the off. Um, Lancaster Gate. No, (laughs) 
<laughs> that's not that's not nowhere near the city of london <laughs> this is very true if i go i tell you the first one go on and then uh, all gate oh okay where this, this there used to be, be prison good. one of them okay well i'll tell you I, I think as soon as i mention them you'll you'll you remember yes. uh, Bishopsgate. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, Moorgate. Oh, too easy. Yeah. Cripplegate. Oh, I don't know that one. Okay, Aldersgate. Oh, that one. Newgate and Ludgate. Ah, or those, all those last two either. Okay. Are they still oh. featured in London? Ludgate and Newgate. I think it's, there is a Ludgate Hill and Newgate used to be a prison, didn't it? Oh, I didn't know that. No. Perhaps you're more familiar with prisons than I am. <laughs> Possibly, yes. Okay, I'm going to tell you, one of these three died in London. Jim Morrison, Oscar Wilde, Jimi Hendrix. Which one of those died in London? Jimi Hendrix. Oh, very good. Very good. It was a process of elimination because I, I knew the other two hadn't died in London. So yeah. yeah, Jimi Hendrix died in London. There's a rumor that he was murdered by his manager for money. For money, but <laughs> really, that's not been substantiated. Yeah. Oh, okay. But well, um, there he was he's rumors. part of the Twenty Seven Club, isn't he? He is part of the Twenty Seven Club. Well, so is Jim Morrison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> both in the the club of 27 all these uh, great musicians who yeah along with met their a end uh, amy winehouse and kurt cobain there yeah, yeah 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 that's right yeah and i Even lasted more. for you know i've lasted beyond that so yeah yeah me too it's <laughs> considerably longer uh okay you're doing okay so far I'm doing okay but what is the name of the statue in piccadilly circus in Piccadilly Circus. Oh. Piccadilly Circus is a big statue. Well, not a very big statue, a very famous statue where tourists congregate there and sit on the steps around the statue. Uh, well, most people call it Eros. Ah, okay. Have you heard of Eros? Was he a Greek god? Well, yeah, actually it's mistaken. All Londoners call it Eros, but in fact, the official name is the Shaftesbury Memorial. Mm -hmm. But in fact, it's not even Eros at all. It's in fact another Roman god called Athenos. Ah, okay. See, normally I just notice kind of Taurus milling about on it, and I don't actually look at the monument itself. Okay. Well, I'll just give you one more question for the time being. Mm -hmm. There are four World Heritage Sites in London. Mm. Only Beijing has the same number. No other cities have more than London wow. or Beijing. Can you name any of them? Tower of London. Correct. Kew Gardens, perhaps. Correct. Ooh, doing pretty well. Tower Bridge. Not Tower Bridge. Think of time. Oh, Greenwich Observatory. Yes. Maritime Greenwich. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Ah. Okay. And there's one more, which is Westminster Abbey, Westminster Palace. All those together form another World Heritage Site. Oh, I didn't do too bad there. You got to no, you did quite well. Did quite yeah. Okay, we'll skip the quiz. You did kind of mediocre, but. <laughs> <laughs> but let me ask you, John. What's your favourite place in London? Uh, favourite places. 
my favorite places i i yeah that there, there are so many I mean, it's too difficult to say really i mean i really like hampstead heath i think that's a wonderful place to go because it's very local to me and i love going there and seeing the view across the city um i do like hyde park for other reasons mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a bit of a park person so i, I enjoy the parks regent's park as well mm. Mm. And then, yeah, I, I like the feel of Portobello Road where, where it's when it's not too touristy, when it's just lively and things are going on. I like the feel of that kind of area. That's quite nice. Okay. That's yeah. nice. Hmm. Trying to, there's so many. I could name so many things. Yeah. What about you? Well, I, I kind of agree with you. I, I like Primrose Hill. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, maybe less well known, but um, Mount Street Gardens. Do you know that? In I don't, to be honest. No. Mayfair, it's a little park, and it has a microclimate actually. Oh, really? Because I guess it's in the centre of London. It's surrounded by buildings, and there's actually a palm tree, or palm mm. trees, in in Mount Street Gardens because it's like warmer than its surroundings, and it's a really oh, nice wow. place. And if you want to skate the uh, you know the hustle and the bustle of the West End. You pop in there; it's very nice. So I'm sure wow. you 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 if you go there, you'll recognise it. But next time you're in town, check it out. I Tip will for indeed. anyone. Yeah, anyone yeah, no. London. I'll I'll definitely check that out. I mean, one thing that's just come to mind is um, Poets Corner. Oh, so, right in Westminster Abbey. No, isn't Poets Corner? No, maybe I'm not talking about the right thing. Isn't that Poets Corner where they chat? Uh, they that's stand on the speaker's corner. Speaker's, speaker's corner. corner. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And that's what I meant. But yes, um, I, I think that's curious to bring foreigners there to, because it's an odd thing to actually go there. And, and it's kind but of it's full of crazy people and fundamentalists and religious <laughs> obsessive people. Yeah, but Isn't I it? think I think it's quite limited experience. Sure, I think it's quite interesting though, just to observe it. Yeah, because I I remember taking one or two friends there, and and they were saying, "Oh no, this wouldn't be possible where we're from. Like people would be like beaten from, up or something." So, or your friends from North Korea? <laughs> exactly. <What? laughs> no, actually, one of these these friends was was somebody from a friend from Paris and she was saying, Oh really? Yeah, she believed that in, in Paris that could not happen. So okay. I thought I was curious. Okay. But anyway, yeah. Now, do you have any favorite pubs? The Churchill arms. I like that one, which is mm, kind of, where's not, that? It's, oh, I do uh, know that one. It's in, um, uh, the Kensington, West Kensington, um, uh, Notting Hill. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's got loads I have of all the flowers. Flowers on the outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been there yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. It is yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and it's yeah, a very yeah. old, oldie worldy pub inside. And also they do Thai food there, which oh, is very good. Oh, excellent. Check oh. it out next time I'm when I can come back, which I can't at the moment. I'm not yeah. allowed. You can't because of the uh, restrictions. Indeed. I'm hoping that'll end soon. Let's hope uh, so. Yeah. I think one of my favourite pubs, maybe, I mean, it's a beautiful pub. Uh, it's the Dog and Duck in Soho. Mm. So I think it's one of my favourites. I used to go there a lot, but it's, it's, it's nice. And it's, it's got all this uh, Victorian glass 
glass windows and glassware. It's very, very beautiful. Well, let's move on to the language or languages of London. You know, 300 languages are spoken in London. Wow, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Not by the same person. <laughs> super polyglot. Yeah, they would be a super polyglot, definitely. Yes. Uh, yeah, but I think London is kind of strange. I, I think maybe it's the same where, where you grew up, Birmingham. I don't know. But in the street I grew up in London, you'd, you you'd expect, yeah, <laughs> yeah, in the neighborhood I grew up, you would expect everyone to have the same accent. But... It's not like that. And I think that's kind of strange. I don't think many cities have the same thing. Well, like you get some people who speak as very refined RP accent and across the road, you've got his speakers, spoken Cockney, right? And then you have people in between. I think we're kind of the in-between. It's not just one homogenous accent. It's really this kind of a spectrum from very strong a stronger Cockney accent to this refined RP accent and everywhere in between. Do you find that? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And isn't there's a distinctive accent between South London and North London, isn't there? I'm not sure. You think so? People uh, say well, that, but I think, uh, I, 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 I don't know. You don't know. Well, I, I always had a friend from South, South London, who, who always seemed to think that it was much more, much different, much, you know, kind of. I'm not convinced because even no. places near where I grew up, even in places like in Barnet, you get the, the Barnet Cockneys who got really strong accents. Mm. So, and, and if I put them next to someone from South London, it may be the case. It could be some phonetic differences, mm. but mm. I'll say the jury's still out, as they say. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. So, Returning to Cockney, because that is the dialect, the famous dialect of London, accent, dialect, whatever you choose to call it. St. Mary Le Beau, you know about that church, don't you? I do, yeah. I know everything about Cockney now. Okay, where, where is St. Mary Le Beau? It's in the city, is it? Yes, that's yes, right. Yes, right. Uh, Cheapside, I think. And in order to be a Cockney, what's the story? How do you define a Cockney? Originally, you had to be born between the sound, you, well, the sound of the bow bells, right? Is it two kilometers or, or 10 kilometers? Something well, like that's that. the thing. That definition is kind of um, stupid. I think I mentioned it in my video. It's kind of a stupid definition because when that, when that was said in the 14th century, ah, in order to be a cockney, you need to be born within the sound of bow bells. But of course, that was the 14th century. You could hear the bow bells as far as archway to the north it's a long way away it was at seven kilometers away mm. uh, and far to the east and you covered a large part of london but now of all the traffic uh, it's going to only extend a few hundred meters you can hear the sound of bow bells and also you've got to be born within the sound of the bow bells and there's no maternity hospital within that <laughs> that area so does that mean there are no cockneys that don't exist anymore because the last maternity hospital i think closed in the 1960s so you're going to be over 50 something in order to be a, a real cockney so it's just not really a a, a thing kind yeah. of a myth but but the, but generally like it comes to the origins from the east east of london east end of london perhaps can you think of any famous famous cockneys Bob Hoskins. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jason Statham, is he from the East End? Where is he born in Derbyshire? Is he? He does say yes. <laughs> he does have a Cockney accent. It's pretty clear he has a Cockney accent. I don't know how it came about, but I did some research when I did my video on Cockney, or two videos on Cockney. I did some research, and yeah, from Derbyshire. Is he? Uh, yeah, and I think Cockney. he even may have spent time in Watford, which uh, is just outside London, but fair enough. He does have the accent, mm. but not uh, not officially a Cockney. Uh, do you know John Keats, the poet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was he a Cockney? Yeah. In fact, he's called a Cockney poet at the time. Oh, blimey. It was a, a derogatory term. Oh, right. Well, isn't Keats's house in kind of West Hampstead or Hampstead, that area? Yes. Obviously, he left the, uh, the city, but he grew up in the city of London. <laughs> he grew up in the city. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he's uh, born within the sound of Bow Bells. Wow. Yeah. Of course, there's Michael Caine. Oh, yeah. A few others. I, yeah, I should have mentioned Michael Caine. He's the most obvious one. Yeah. And some people had very strong, let's you mention Jason Statham. Some people have strong Cockney accents, but they're not born there within the area, but they're still like um, uh, Amy Winehouse, for oh, example. Yeah. Yes. Uh, of course, Cockney is uh, two things. You've got the accent where, you know, you have these, you, maybe you can give an example. You, John, you can do a Cockney example of how do you say? So, uh, yeah, I'm from, uh, no, I can't. <laughs> okay. Terrible. Well, when you Sorry. have a few things, you have like out. these uh, glottal yeah. stops. They're like glottal stops where you say, instead of say water, you know, you say in RP, uh, you say water. Water. Instead of butter, you say butter. Instead of Saturday, you say Saturday. And then you have other f features like the R sometimes becomes a W, like boiva. And the th can be a, an, it depends. It could be an f at the beginning of the word. So the 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 sorry the th sound can be a f. Thanks. And uh, I can, think. Can I can I have another go? Go on. So yeah, I'm going down the apples and pears, mate, and uh, I'm gonna put some dosh in my skyrocket. Okay. Is Dosh, would you say Dosh? No. Yeah, yes, right. that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's um, mediocre, but all right. So, yeah, anyway, I won't give you more. <laughs> we won't do more about the sound. You can watch our video because we've got a video all about uh, the, the phonetics of Cockney on our uh, YouTube site, Let Them Talk TV. Uh, I'll just test you because also the other thing is the Cockney rhyming slang. Cockney rhyming slang is you have two parts of a word, like uh, you gave an exam example there, sky rocket, sky rocket. And the word that you're seeking rhymes with the second word. So sky rocket, I put my wallet in my sky rocket. So what I put in my sky rocket, a pocket, sky rocket pocket. Oh, I see. Okay. And sometimes you, if you have two words, you can leave off the first word. So, for example, I've got an interview, so I'm wearing a whistle and flute. A what suit. would that be? A suit. a suit, yeah. 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 But some people may not say the second words, just say the first word, which makes it more difficult. I've got an interview, so I'm, I'm going to wear a whistle. 
and I'm gonna I'm speaking on the dog. Speaking on the dog, exactly. Dog and fish. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> dog and bone phone. Yeah, speaking okay. on the phone. Yeah, mm. yeah. And I'll give you a couple more. Do you, see if you can guess what they mean. I'm going for a Jimmy. Maybe it's an old-fashioned one. This one I don't have any say. It's Jimmy Riddle, which is uh, a piddle. A piddle. Go for a oh, P. We have a okay. Jimmy. Yeah, I don't know that one. A tea leaf. Thief. Very good. Correct. He's a bit of a tea leaf. This guy. Bit of a Ruby Murray. Curry. Very good. I, I know that one. If I didn't know that com- coming from Birmingham, then I. <laughs> Do they say that in Birmingham too? Well, they don't. Well, I suppose people would, um, but not people know what it what it is. I used to go to a curry house in Birmingham called Ruby's. Oh, so yeah, I maybe, see. Maybe it's from that. But aren't they called Baltes in Birmingham? They are often called Baltes. Yeah, that's right. You're going for a Balti? You're coming with us? That's not bad. It's better than my Cockney accent. <laughs> On a par. So yeah, but you're you're yeah. right. They do have balties, but you don't have to have a balti. Can have I, I guess you can have a curry as well. Mm. Anyway, so they were here, Ruby Murray, who's an obscure singer from the 1950s, but her name lives on uh, when you're talking about curry in mm. London or elsewhere. Let's go for a ruby. Let's have some curry, which means let's have some Indian food. Mm. And I ha- I haven't got a Scooby. What's that mean? I've got Scooby. Clue. So Scooby-Doo, Clue. Very good. Scooby-Doo, cartoon character, the dog from the 1970s. Yeah, Scooby-Doo. So what did they say before the 1970s when Scooby-Doo didn't exist? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Things get invented all the time. I I don't know. New ones come along, like um, we're going to get a few Britneys. It's quite recent. Beers. Yeah, Britney okay. Spears, beers. Now, one thing I, I get, I don't want to say angry, but people get wrong is Barney. Barney. Um, having a Barney, isn't it an, an argument? Exactly, exactly. But because there was a film, I think Ocean's Eleven in 2001, and in the film, there's a Cockney character. It says, oh, Barney, Barney Rubble Trouble. Oh, that's so wrong. But that's not correct. The, the original Cockney version of Barney means it's not Cockney rhyming slang. It's just, um, it's just slang. We had yeah. a Barney, which means we had an argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I should get 20 points for that, right? For knowing that? You should get at least uh, 20 points. So, John, would you recommend if someone's visiting London that they should learn some London slang? I think it's colourful. I mean, I guess you don't necessarily have to use it, but if you did use that with a native speaker, they'd be very impressed. They'd, they'd think it would be quite cool if you knew it. I, I agree. I wouldn't bother learning all this uh, rhyming slang. It's quite fun. But just one or two that you can, you know, sprinkle in your conversation. It's quite nice. Maybe uh, one or two London expressions. Even like uh, hello, I think in London often people say like all right instead of um, hello, 
So if you're familiar with those type of things, I think cheers, although you say that all over the UK instead of thank you. So if you can just, uh, you know, lighten up the your English and uh, learn a little bit of uh, a few London terms, I think uh, that'd be really useful. Don't yeah, think? I think if you- anybody wants to come and meet you in London when, when you do come here, you should go up to uh, Gideon and say, you have a nice barnet because <laughs> yes he's from barnet and also his hair can be a bit interesting and yeah because uh, you know because so. uh, the listener might not know but barnet means your haircut it and does. it comes from barnet fair hair barnet is a place in london which used exactly. to have a fair mm. and barnet fair and in fact that's where i was born in barnet yeah, yeah. there you go so okay. say it to Gideon. He'll love it. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I'll give you one just returning before we finish, because in uh, I'll give you one more question about London. See if you know this one. Mm-hmm. It's relevant to our quest into the East End, into the Cockney parts of London. But uh, in London, where is Chinatown? Chinatown is kind of near Soho, that kind of area. Yeah, that's true. But where did it used to be? I have no idea. It used to be in Limehouse, which is in the East End. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was bombed during the war, not because it was Chinatown, just they they bombed the whole of the East End and after that was moved. But it had a really bad reputation, unjustly, but, you know, the detective um, Fu Manchu, mm-hmm. he was a Chinese detective in London. And, you know, there's lots of talk of opium dens and, you know, dodgy goings on in Limehouse and that part of London. And in fact, and there were about, I think, about uh, 6,000 uh, Chinese who lived in that part of town. But in fact, it was fairly respectful uh, a community um what's the guy who wrote uh sherlock holmes uh, arthur conan doyle yeah arthur conan girl went went uh down there i think no uh, no um, sherlock holmes himself went down there seeking uh opium uh, but in reality it's not true it was uh, it was all a bit of a myth just well, uh, fiction he, he was a fictional character wasn't he <laughs> the whole thing yeah i know but people but people really believed and people went seeking you know the, the dodgy parts of uh, limehouse and uh, oh, okay. they were quite disappointed really yeah but anyway it was bombed during the war but you still if you go to limehouse now you find peking street and nanking street and some other streets with uh, chinese names but, but before we finish maybe you should uh, you know tell the listeners who you are yeah, maybe we should. In case you haven't listened to me on previous episodes, which of course you probably have, but my name's John and we also do a podcast called English with Monty. And we, we have a wonderful episode on London too, if you would like to listen to that and that has Gideon on it as well, where I quiz him and um, he comes up short. You know, he's he's not quite a Londoner of his uh, lack of knowledge no he, he did very well actually yeah so uh yeah what, what about your you've got you've mentioned it briefly but why don't you go the whole hog and tell everybody about the let them talk tv yes 
we do have a YouTube channel with, I don't know, 170 videos on grammar, pronunciation, vocabulary. You'll find that on Let Them Talk TV on YouTube. Check it out. Indeed. Check out the Cockneyometer on your Cockney video oh, yes. one as well. Yes, That's indeed. We have two videos on Cockney. So, yeah, more details there. Go into great detail. Okay, well, thank you very much for listening and catch you next time. Yeah, Bye. see you soon. Bye.